welcome back everyone to the We Only Do One Take Podcast. It's the only podcast in the world that is a complete shit show. I am Turch and with me is the co-host, the Grand Mufti of the show <laughs> and the champion, the absolute champion of a groomsman slash champion of the escape room. It's Kieran. How you doing, buddy? Uh, thank you very much. Very, very exciting. Uh, for everyone who follows the podcast, we've had the bucks. And I have to say, you know, the most exciting thing that has happened to me this year, like like bucks, I got to spank your ass. You did with a belt. <laughs> you did. Uh, a friend of ours who had never been to the strip club <laughs> lent you his belt. Yeah. <laughs> and two strippers hit me in the butt, one each, and then you came along. And she and said, she goes, any volunteers? And I was, <laughs> I stood up straight away. I was, wasn't going to miss this opportunity. In my head, all I could think about is, this is like a stonecutter's <laughs> initiation. <laughs> There's like 12 blokes here. Uh, we're all here. You know, the Grand Mufti's come out and he's gone first. Uh, but it was, what a, what a fantastic night. From whiskey tasting to escape rooms to Hofra House to obviously strippers. Mm-hmm. Uh, perfect capstone to my uh single your life single life, life <laughs> yeah that is been with titties my, in your face titties in my face yeah, yeah, yeah fantastic it was, it was all good and i think jess had just an equally as exciting i'm time. sure she had dicks in her yeah, face exactly right yeah but uh let, let's just get straight into the rants because i think we've all got some we've got them built up we've, ha- we've had some time off well, we've also been scared of this uh, not not wanting to get COVID before the big, the big event. We're trying you not know. to. We're trying not to do. If that. I get COVID at your wedding, oh well, who cares? You know, post wedding it doesn't. Post wedding doesn't uh, matter. But I'm married, the bucks, it the bucks it, was, it was a big event. Yeah. Uh, but I do have a complaint. Mm-hmm. One complaint, and this is not the, your fault. Okay. This is just the ether of the world. The ether of the world. Uh, we went to the strippers. We did. And there was lots of women dancing. Mm-hmm. All good fun. Very much so. A lack of any tits bigger than C or bigger. Yeah. And I don't... Look, I'm a tits guy. You are a tits guy. Because I'm a man. I have a story to tell you. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) I think you might enjoy this. We, We arrive at the strip club, okay? We've... We've... We've got a private room. We've had the two strippers in. They've done the show. Okay. We're watching the stage. We're having some drinks. That's fine. I, um, do you remember the stripper that was on the stage who, who she probably had the biggest tits of them all? Yeah. And she actually had some pretty cool, cool moves. Yeah, yeah. I go to her at the bar. Yeah, yeah. And I say, hi, how you going? Yeah, yeah. She's like, yeah, yeah, good. And I said, oh, my, uh, my friend's getting married. Uh, we would, I would like you, I've got money here. Mm. I'd, you know, like to do a show or like a, another, another show. Yeah, yeah. And she goes... Oh, I can do that, but I've only been here two weeks, so I need to ask my manager. Oh. I go, oh, okay, well, ask your manager. Like, I'm I'm sitting right here. Come back to me. Yeah, Come back to me. Okay, so she comes back to me, and she goes, oh, um, I I can't do, like, a show for you and the the Bucks. Like, I need need someone else. Mm. And another stripper had come over, like, and I was like, oh, well, here's someone else. Like, she goes, oh, no. I need someone senior. I can't. <laughs> what the fuck's going on? I'm going, I've got money to throw at you. Yeah, I know. How <laughs> do I not have a show? This is the first time ever a, uh, a stripper has denied anybody of anything. You know what though? It was 
It was because you were too handsome. That's the problem. I did ask her to come on the podcast, you know, <laughs> after after all this denying. She, Amazing. No, but I was I was actually asking her. So I was like I was like oh she's like oh yeah no I, I I auditioned like three weeks ago. I was like you auditioned, and she was telling me all about like the audition <laughs> process. Amazing. Um and. But she's not senior enough, but she hasn't needs a senior girl. Apparently, at the strip club we were at, yeah, there were only three senior girls. What, did we get two of them? Yeah. <laughs> they were great. I'm going to put it out there. They did a fantastic show. So so they were all... And then as I, the night went on, you know I, was trying to get, I was trying to get another one. Let's, I was go, like, let's quickly go back, because they did spank me. Yeah. And the girl, one of the strippers goes to me, oh, I'm going to... Do you want to be spanked? I didn't really hear what she said. I said, yeah, of course. Let's go for it. And she goes, wait, do you want to be spanked? And that's when I heard it. I'm like, yes, do it. What are you going to do? And she goes, oh, you're going to pull down your pants and show your ass. I'm like, don't do it. And she goes, are you in front of all your friends? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. That's even funnier. <laughs> and she goes, most grooms don't want that to happen. I go, well, just do it. It's going to be because it's funny. <laughs> I do. I do things for the laughs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the yucks. Uh, so you went. So the- no, all the girls, all the girls that were at the strip club, had only been there for like two weeks. Really? Yeah. You know how we had Dan, the man, the comedian. Yeah. And he worked at a strip club. Yeah. I remember him telling us this story of all the strippers had gone to Vegas, and so they hired like Irish backpackers. Yeah. Well, that's- we must have got. Well, I guess because everyone- of, co- of, of COVID. COVID. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, speaking of Dan, he has a new podcast. It's called Trust No Dogs. Mm-hmm. It's available on Spotify now. He already has more uh, ratings than us. Wow. <laughs> He's very much more popular than us. I don't know how we... He does put out some very popular, like, Instagram stories. He does, he yeah. does. And his podcast is very different from his show. He's so... From his, um... His postings. Mm-hmm. It's very much behind the scenes. And it's really interesting, sort of. So definitely go check that out. But yes, no, the lack of tits with the strippers, I don't understand. Maybe this because it was COVID, COVID times there was a lack of tits. Mm-hmm. And maybe, I don't know, maybe the vaccine gets rid of tits. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Um, but my... Well, or maybe... The funniest thing. The maybe, funniest thing. No, no, no. You know what it is? Yeah. It is, it is a... It's a New World Order conspiracy. Ah, uh, okay. It's the gay agenda coming in. Uh-huh. They want men to stop looking at tits, which yeah. proves sex- one, sexual maturity, and yeah. two, the ability to give milk to babies and, uh-huh. you know, s- supple breasts. Yeah. Fun. And focus on the ass because they want more men to be gay. Ah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And want us to focus on the ass. So that's why you can touch That's why you can touch the ass. You, know, but you not, can't not touch the, the tits. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's all a part of the gay New World Order agenda. <laughs> you know. my, my favorite... Like not favorite. The funniest part was okay. You go into the strip club and you have to wear masks. Mm-hmm. So we're on the we're on the we're on the street. You've got to go in yeah. wearing masks. Oh, but the, right. the and security then you, guys weren't. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then you get in there. Well, because I came I came out later for a smoko with Damien, mm. and I was going to go back in unless you've got to put the mask on for because of you know what might yeah. be anyway. But you go up you go upstairs. No one's wearing masks. No, because everyone's had a drink in their hand. Yeah, no one's wearing masks. And I love it. I love it. No one's wearing masks. And the announcer goes, ladies and gentlemen, because of COVID, uh, please make sure that you're wearing your masks. Yeah. I was just like, look around like, that is the funniest announcement. <laughs> I was like, they don't care. You know what I like? You can't go out and dance at a club. Yeah. But these women can dance. <laughs> <laughs> and rub their bodies up against you. 
I know. I know. I'm so glad that just like, you know. Before this bucks, we were emailing them because as, as things were changing, as things were changing, we were emailing them like, is it still going to go ahead? Yeah, yeah, How yeah. do we get this to go ahead? And they're like, oh, we're a large capacity. Oh, don't worry. It's seated. It's yeah, the whole thing. <laughs> Uh, you know what? Just like cocaine mm-hmm. is never going to... Like, when you do, like, the drug tests at, yeah. in Victoria, in all of Australia, they only test for, like, marijuana and, and methamphetamines. And, and, and never do cocaine because all of the senior politicians are on coke. On cocaine, all the financial yeah. sectors on coke. All the lawyers are on coke. So they'll never test for it because then everyone in the service... Not the service industry, in the... Um, high power of Yeah, society. the high power industry. Not the service... Like, yeah, service industry consulting industry Con- yeah that's just it. gone yeah right they wipe them off <laughs> put them all in there jail. goes government but just like that they're like well we can't get we need coke and we need strippers <laughs> it's the same people but you could definitely tell the strippers did not want to dance anywhere near or did not go up to any indian men <laughs> did you notice, I that? Did notice that there was a definite like not going to you white guys I'm in. Yeah. Even the Asian guys were getting more love than the Indian yeah. guys. Uh-huh. I there was a definitely that. a distinction and a gap between between one set and another. But that was fantastic. Just the lack of tits. I just don't understand. Like you go there, you want to see some nice C D sized tits, like you know, going upside down. Take the the uh, the bra off, the, whatever it is. Lack of tits. Maybe it was the COVID thing, but you know, hopefully in the future, the next experience that we go to for a strip club. Hey, well, um, I hope you enjoyed the bucks. Oh, it was amazing. Uh, and if you if you want me to organize a bucks, I'll uh, I'll I'll, sure. I'll I'll arrange one. I'll sure. charge. Maybe that that new that business. New business. Or the We Only Do One Take podcast organizes bucks. There you go. We could be on the bus with you. Yeah. <laughs> I got another thing to complain about. I don't know if you have this. Do you have um, Microsoft Teams yes. at work? Okay, yeah. I think most people do. So it's got two functions. You can, it's like an instant messenger chat. Mm-hmm. So everyone that grew up on MSN understands completely what's happening. Or ICQ. I oh yeah. Uh, or what's the other one? I'm thinking MRC. Another one. Anything chat oriented. But MSN is the one a lot of people know about. And the other thing, you do the video conferencing sort of stuff. And I sort of put that into, if I was going to message you, yeah. like a joke or a link to something, or, hey, give me access to the, this file, I, would, I wouldn't send an email. I would just send you, a, like, hey, buddy, send me a, the on, link. On MS Teams, on the chat function. Yeah, just on yeah. the chat function. Yeah, because it's not an email. It's not, well, it's not like an email I always feel is something you're going to have. Yeah, a little bit more formalized. Formalized, yeah. yeah. This is just like, oh, I need access to the file. Bingo, bango. I think that old people, anyone over the age of 40 doesn't understand that. Yeah. So I've been putting in my emails, hey, if you need access to files, please send me a message on MS Teams. Very easy. I think this will solve the problem, right? That way you don't flood our team inbox, Mm -hmm. the big team inbox. What do we still get? from people over the age of 40 emails please give me access to this file and then the worst part is even though you give them access to the file and they get an email saying you've been given access they still want a response to that email saying you've been given access because they've (laughs) sent you an email (laughs) 
It's this never-ending loop of fucking useless emails. And I can't wait till everyone, like, 40, 50 and above, fucking dies. Like, COVID was meant to kill them all. And it was meant to us, meant to have, like, just youthful people using... You should have a no-email policy. Should be autoresponder. I don't do emails. (laughs) If I did that, I think I'd actually lose my job. (laughs) But it's just, it's just, you know, when you give people... They're always like, make sure your instructions in emails are clear. Great. First thing, please do not respond. If you need access to this file below, MS Teams. Very simple. You know. Why don't you send it to them on MS Teams? That's because the email has all the <laughs> all the instructions. Uh, and it, you know, and it goes to like their team involved. You know, church. In a, in a couple of decades, we're going to be them. There's going to be some other technology. No, I'm going to kill myself. There's going to it's be. It's going to be very easy. I'm gonna just going to commit suicide. There's going to be some other technology, and, soon, and there's going to be some other people doing an, another podcast as, who are going to be complaining as, about us. As, that's fine. As soon as that happens, <laughs> as soon as I find out, I'm going to retire and I'm going to kill myself. That's it. <laughs> No, you're going to retire and be the yeah. equivalent of the baby boomer but, but, who, who in, a, in COVID pandemic in two years, their their stock and their houses yeah, and all that I'm go I'm going to burn through all my money <laughs> and just, just go, fuck it. And uh, that, that'll be it. For, well, I've got no more money. I'm all, that's it. You know, if euthanasia is not a thing by then, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you're done. You're I'll finished. Just, I'll just get a boat. Yeah. And uh, I'll call it. What's this I hear about your dad getting a jet ski? Oh, he- <laughs> I like how... So he's got the beach house. And the first thing I said, you need a, he's got a motorbike. I'm like, yeah. I need to buy a jet ski. He's oh, no, 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 jet ski. Then you said, you should get a jet ski because you want to buy a jet ski. And now he's like, I still not get, he's, he doesn't want to get a jet ski. But the more I put it into his head, yeah. the more people I tell that he should buy a jet ski, the more he'll want to buy a jet ski. But it's my mum you got to convince. Ah, uh, she the way, oh, yeah, all right. So because, no, you know, she's the woman. Oh, it's very dangerous. Oh, it's not dangerous. Well, you don't know. You fall in water. Yeah, you wear a life jacket. You're fine. You're in the bay. Someone will rescue you. That's right. All right, what do you got for me? Uh, Trump is back. Oh, <laughs> yes, he is. Did you see that? He was wearing a red cap. Save America. <laughs> <laughs> he is back. Some QAnon believers think JFK disguised himself as Trump at Arizona Rally. <laughs> Man, those those Q QAnon guys are just they're in a different level, aren't they? They're just in a different <laughs> league of Someone like, must be fucking with them and then everyone else believes it. Yeah, but they really do believe in it. Like did you watch um Channel Five with Andrew what whatever his name is? No. Uh he used to run that uh YouTube channel called All Gas No Breaks. Uh-huh. Andrew Callahan. Andrew Callahan, yeah, yeah, I know the name. And he got to have a conversation, like interview with the QAnon shaman guy that raided the on the sixth of Jan. Yeah, and he's like a QAnon crazy fanatic, and they're actually they think that QAnon will send them messages via coded numbers, and the numbers relate numbers somehow have this relation to to. Trump's tweets at certain times because of the number of the time that he sent it and the number of letters in it, like even that confefe one uh-huh. was actually like a code. Right. He meant to send that, not like a send on his phone and just uh-huh. tweet it away. I'm getting it's, lost already. It's so but... amazing. It's a great interview. I highly recommend. But Trump is 
I think he's going to run again. He is. They claim the person who showed up at the event appeared to be shorter than the real Donald Trump. Members of a QAnon... It was me the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Members of the QAnon group based in Dallas have floated the theory that JFK is not only alive, but disguised himself as former President Donald Trump over the weekend. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if D- JFK didn't die <laughs> and he's come back as Donald Trump. Trump? Like he's just rebranded. Like obviously Jesus did that. Jesus has already come back. And he was really... No, face it, right? He, he, yeah, did he rebrand? Yeah, of course he did. Because look, he would have been... Uh, ha, who would he, he been angry at the most? The Jews, right? They all betrayed him. Uh-huh. Jews, the Judas, and the, he would have been really upset with the Romans. So he had a vengeful thing against Jews, and he sort of hated Italians a little bit. Because he's like, yeah, they sort of put me on the cross and this and that. So obviously he came back as Hitler, right? Ah, right. Because yeah. he killed the Jews yeah. and he got Italy in trouble. <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. Makes a lot of sense. This is the QAnon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Michael Protzman claims Trump appeared to be shorter than he should have been. You could tell it wasn't Trump, Protzman said in a live chat, referring to a moment where the former president invited Arizona candidate Carrie Lake to the stage. This is just unbelievable. This is it. So <laughs> it's slightly shorter than we think. And that's obviously. So it, the question is how tall is JFK and how tall is Trump? Mm. So if I go JFK height, right? Keep reading here. All right. Um, where was I? You could tell it wasn't Trump. Um, however, Ron Watkins, who many people believe started the QAnon movement, claimed there was no body double at the rally, just Trump. Trump. So there's some infighting going on now. Kennedy wasn't the only dead celebrity supposedly supporting Trump's baseless claims of election fraud in Arizona, as one of his propsman's followers also claimed he saw Tupac and Kobe Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Donald Trump apparently is 1.9 meters tall. That's pretty tall. Yeah. That's, that's taller than I thought he would be. Yeah, wow. And uh, JFK was 1.85 centimeters tall. Oh. So there's a five centimeter difference, which is, you know. What, two inches? Two and a bit inches? Two, two inches, that's, yeah. a, that's a fairly significant difference, I would say. Yeah, it is. Yeah, well done to them. Oh. Well done. Um, I'm waiting. I can't wait for Trump to come back. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Because I think Hillary wants to make a comeback as well. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what my favourite thing Hillary's is? Hillary's done. My favourite... Have you seen her? She's um, now... Michelle Obama up- might, might. No, but she's useless. But she's probably... Alright, if Trump comes back... Yeah. You're going to run celebrity against celebrity. It has to to be like Oprah. Who's going to face off against Trump? Michelle Obama or Oprah? Yeah. Like I said, I I hope that Trump comes back and goes, I'm going to be like the Libertarian Party, the Independent Party, something like that. Because then the Republicans will put up like Kanye West or something. (laughs) And then you have Michelle Obama over there. So you have two black guy, like black people. One insane and one has no experience at all apart from being the president's wife. Which is just like saying I'm an army wife. So it's like, yeah, do you have com- uh, you don't have combat training. <laughs> like, why don't say you're you're just a wife. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's the sa- it's the same equivalent. And I thank you for your service. Yeah, army thank you wife. for your service. What'd you do? Pump out five babies on the uh, free of tax. Yeah, perfect, perfect. Um, 
Yeah, and then she'd be in the middle and just rag on both. Have no policy and just be there to annoy people because he's got I think he's got enough of a fan base to get like five three or five percent of the population vote. Oh he's look, he won fucking fifty like forty nine percent of the vote. Yeah. He's gonna people. I did see Mark Hamill come out and it's like why doesn't a popular vote make the do the like decide the presidency and everyone's just like because forty <laughs> percent of the population lives in two cities, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it would be no. I mean, that's why they they like Trump didn't even try and campaign in, in California. California, he's like, there's no point. Like, I'm not going to win there. California, New York, always yeah. Democratic. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to do something funny. You got, you got your phone out. Yeah, very interesting. I want you to type in ice cream, ice and cream, dementia, in the same same thing, and search for that, and tell me. And tell me what it says when it comes up. Ice cream space. Yeah, dementia. Dementia. What does it say? The power of ice cream. Yeah. Alzheimer's Association. Yeah. That one. Yeah. Click that. Yeah. Just you know, there should be a little thing there, and sort of says like caregiver tips and tools. The mm. power of ice cream. Yeah, read that bit. We all have good days and bad days. We've all lived through moments of increased stress and frustration. When our patience and wisdom seem tested to the limit and we've all developed our own coping skills on how to deal with these occasions, relieve the stress and dissipate the frustration. Some of us distance ourselves from the situation and take time off. Some step up and take more control over the situation. Some use prayer or meditation. Others use physical exercise and social activities to minimize the stress. Most people will use a combination of techniques depending on the kind and duration of the stresses they are facing. Mm. We have the ability to select our own coping strategies. We have that power. Keep going. No, that's enough. Because if, if you go to the rest of the thing, and even if you go back on Google, it basically says that uh, ice cream has been used to help dementia patients to remember good times uh-huh. and happy times and relieve stress. Now I want you to type in ice cream Biden. Okay. Ice cream Biden. Yeah, I've got some videos, images. Oh, yeah. Oh, type, now type in. Uh, he's been eating lots of ice cream recently, hasn't he? Oh shit! There's a shit ton of photos. Oh yeah, there's lots of photos of him <laughs> eating ice cream. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, this is this is a good conspiracy. This theory. is a really yeah. easy conspiracy theory that anyone can have a bit of a look at. Uh, there, but you know what? Going on from that, Kieran, I've got some great news. Yeah. Biden has finally did it. Yeah. He has relieved me yeah. of any stress about global warming. Oh, wasn't that great? And that's it. So that means I'm going to start polluting as much as I possibly fucking can uh-huh. because I don't need to worry. Because I would say one of the biggest polluters in the world is the US Army. Yeah. Easily. And you know what? They've got to clean up their act. And Biden's finally doing it. Deadly bombs <laughs> may go green. <laughs> yeah. So if you read through this whole article, new explosives can be more powerful and safer to handle than TNT and other conventional explosives, but also be environmentally friendly. <laughs> now that's... <laughs> Hang on. We're blowing up. We're killing people, but we're being environmentally oh, absolutely. friendly. Absolutely. <laughs> the last thing you want to do when you're killing innocent people at a wedding in Iraq is be... Well, wasteful <laughs> to the environment. But you're blowing up the environment. No, no, no. You're borrowing up terrorists <laughs> with green bombs. <laughs> Kieran, 
Look, how many bombs do they do every day? Two million, three million? I don't know. It has to be a number. Yeah. And those, if even if they cut down by 50%, that just means an eye uh-huh. don't have to recycle. That is amazing. Yeah. That, that is... My, me, not, me not driving to the gym, uh-huh. the wa- instead of walking to the gym, doesn't matter anymore. We should go green. We should uh, turn the light off, too. Which I'm not turning... This is an LED light bulb, buddy <laughs> boy. This is as green as you're fucking going to get. So I'm very excited to go. All my bombs are going to be... So now I want what to happen is just to prove that they're the green ones. Green smoke. Green smoke. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. But you know what? They might not even have smoke. I don't know how they're going to do it, but they're going green. They're going green. And that's the important thing here. Green bombs. That is amazing. Well done. I'm very, very excited. That is the stupidest thing I've heard. Oh, I do have another conspiracy theory. Oh. Do you want to... Do you want, okay. Um, mm. COVID mm-hmm. has been caused by, by the green movement yeah. and is exacerbating global warming. COVID has COVID. been caused by the green movement. The green movement. And it is exacerbating clo- global warming. Okay, yeah. hear me out. All hear right. me out. How many years ago? Five years ago? Six years ago? We moved. No, it was, we were doing our podcast like four years ago. Four years ago, yeah. Every single third world, uh, first world country decided, hey, you know what we've got to do? We've got to ban the plastic bag. At the supermarket. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Right? Now, there was a beauty in the disposable, terrible plastic bags that you got from the supermarket. Yeah. And the biggest thing well, was... I mean, the quality of the plastic bags have improved. Well, okay. But that, like, you would use those once yeah. and then chuck them out. Or yeah. use reason as a bin liner. You got maybe two uses out of them. Nowadays, you have to use the bag, what was it, like a hundred times before... Oh, the, the, the proper ones. The proper, like, you know, yeah. like the, the new ones you're going to pay 15 cents for. Not the free ones that you used to get back in the yeah, day. Right? Yeah. But there was another beauty to them. It's that because you weren't reusing them, they weren't collecting... Dust. Dust or, you know, you've had all Gems. your shopping in it. Shit down the bottom. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know about you, Kieran, but I don't wash any of those bags. No, I don't go into the supermarket with bags. <laughs> so a lot of people just go, oh, I've used the same bags for a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll just put them in the boot, this and that, or use them. So they've touched fruit and veg, meat. Things are probably spilt into it. Not only you, but every single person around them has touched them, including your friends, your family. This you is why COVID spreading so much. And it's the shopping bags. It's it's the shopping bag. Mm. It's the non. It's the reusable shopping bags that are spreading everything because yeah. someone will touch a piece of fruit. Oh, I don't want it. Someone else will come pick it up, put it in their bag, transfer it to things in the bag, plastic, it never fucking dies. The heat builds it all up. You take your fruit out, and suddenly you got COVID. Mm-hmm. So. The green movement caused COVID or exacerbated COVID. Exacerbated. To next level thing. But this is the next thing, right? This is the problem with COVID. It's also causing global warming. Now, are you telling me how many of those paper masks have you seen just littered in the street? I have seen a lot of paper masks. There's been a lot of paper masks in the street, right? Now, I've heard... So the paper mask in the street. How is that worse than a, a plastic straw? Because they've got plastic in them. They've got r- rubber in them. They were just chucking them out because people lose them. Like you go out on a night and out on the town. 
I brought so three masks with me to the yeah. Bucks and I came home with one. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just it's little things like that that are actually going into the water and if covered already in your germs, going yeah. into the water supply and contaminating the water. That's science right there, right? So here's the next one, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone's working from home. Mm. Right? When you're in an office altogether, one air conditioning unit is running for 100 people or whatever it is, the ratio. But now we're all at home. So we're all using... All 100 air conditioners. 100 air conditioners. 100 air conditioners, right? that's right. More water, more this and that, more electricity because we've got to run our computer, our other computer, our, we've got to buy printers. And no wonder why we ran out of toilet paper because everyone's got to use more toilet paper at There's home. There's more toilet paper yeah. because everyone's at home. Every- so, well, instead of going to the bathroom, like shitting at work like a normal human does and wasting their, getting paid to shit, mm-hmm. now you're still shitting on company time, but you've got to use your own toilet paper. Uh, own to- that's right. So you double the amount of shit output into your toilet. And then you've got to flush the toilet. The water goes up. Oh, unbelievable. All of this is contributing. Now, here's the best one yet. Your PCR tests. Mm-hmm. Now, you used to be able to go in there pretty quick. Like, you'd only wait like five, ten minutes for a test. But now, some of the lines are up to three to four hours to get a test. Do you know what you have to do? During those three to four hour waits, be on your phone. Sit in your car. Ah. <laughs> now, how how hot has it been the last couple of weeks? Yeah, uh, it's been very hot. You've like, got to turn on your air conditioner. 30, air conditioner, but you're going to leave your car running yeah. for three to four hours while you wait. Are you telling me that those isn't contributing to global warming? These are all very good points, too. So, if you really wanted... See, this is now the science debate. Mm-hmm. What is more important, the environment or a cold? Ah. <laughs> That's only killing old people that I don't care about. <laughs> I want to tell you something. I prayed, Turch. I prayed last night. And 99.98% of people survived COVID. Oh, you're, you're a fucking hero. <laughs> fucking hero. The atheist has gone turned to oh, prayer. Mate, it's, you've prayed. That's amazing. I have prayed. <laughs> I, all my praying finally paid off. <laughs> God works in mysterious ways. And he's saying to us that if we care about coronavirus as much as we do, we have to kill the environment. And for me, there's no other way. You know, but if you want to save the environment, you have to not care about coronavirus anymore. And tell the socialists that. <laughs> I'm glad you liked it. But, and also the only other thing I can say is, oh. I wanted to put this on. You know when you want to put something on Facebook? Yeah. And you're like, but everyone's going to think I'm an anti-vaxxer, crazy person. Yeah. But then you find like science studies to back up exactly <laughs> what you say. Like I sent you one today. And, then- and it's like, if I post this, everyone's going to be like, angry at me but like yeah but it was a study done in israel so now you're the anti-semite like, <laughs> you know now you don't care about the six million jews that died but the most important thing to understand people is asymptomatic testing is just another form of lockdown uh, it's lockdown in disguise yeah and it's been in my head and i don't know how to put that out there yeah. without anyone going you're a conspiracy theorist but i'm actually right that's the worst thing you know oh 
I just want you to bring in Novak Djokovic into this. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I just don't want... Uh, who cares? Let him in. I want to have my cousins at my wedding that I'm vaccinated. Let this guy play tennis. You know what? He's nothing like a refugee. I hate it when people... Com- okay, okay. Oh, here's the rant. I hate it when people compare him to a refugee. It's like, oh, you know, he's a refugee. No, he he's a multi-millionaire who is coming in with to do a job for two weeks yeah. he's got staff to support him yeah. no refugees coming here with a job to do for two weeks and then going back home and support staff and with support staff and hiring people I think he had like five support staff he had a doctor with him <laughs> there's no refugee coming here who one is a doctor or two has a doctor with him to play sport <laughs> who happens to be the best in the world at the sport no refugee. It's you can't compare a professional athlete to a refugee. You sound fucking retarded trying to even compare the two. Uh, I just love how the Australian population uh, government actually managed to spin their way out and went, "Oh shit, we haven't been doing our job. We're going to get crucified in the media." Ah, we'll just draw out this uh, Djokovic oh. thing. Are we front page news? Oh, mate, it's. <laughs> It's so stupid. It's like, oh, you don't care about the refugees. One, yes, I don't care about refugees. Not my problem. Fuck off. We're full. We filled up with Italians and Asians. We're done. We don't need anybody else. Number two, no, he's not like a refugee at all. He's got a... It's like me going to another country. It's like, what are you here for, sir? Uh, I, I actually am here to like, you know... And the funny thing is, the, the, the other thing as well... Actually, I'm the new CEO of... He's not going to be touring Australia because no. he's here to play tennis, he's, rest. Yes, and then and go then, home. And then play tennis and train. And go and go to back home to train more, to go to the next... Yeah. He's not Yeah, he's not going to be like, well, it's time to do... I'm going to go to all the room. <laughs> like, no, he's not doing that. And I'm going to go to nightclubs. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's it, dude. No, he's going to go... He's, he's, gonna, here, he's here to win. How, what's the prize money of the Australian Open? I think it's like... It's like 10 or 12, 15 million bucks. Yeah. It's good money. Yeah. No, good money. And he, he if he's the best... You want them there as a tourist attraction. You know, people aren't... I was saying this to a colleague of mine. It's like, this is like... like He's like the number one tennis player at the moment, right? Mm-hmm. This is going to be his uh, back... Hopefully back-to-back Australian Open. Oh, three million. That's not bad. It's not bad for like a couple of... Hitting a tennis ball. That's, it's that's pretty, pretty good. good. It's pretty good. Just, just shy of three million. There you go. I think the total money is 15 or 20 million or something like that. Uh, total amount is 75 million. Oh, wow. Way, way more than I thought. Yeah, total amount is 75 million. But so if you, I mean, look, if you, look, first round qualifying, 25,000. Yeah. That's pretty bloody good. It's cash in the bank, mate. Cash in the bank. I just, I, I don't understand people's lack of understanding of what things are. Wow. Sorry. Semi-finalist, 850,000. That's pretty good. For turning up for a night's work. No, it's more than that. It's like three nights work, three or four nights work, depending on where you're seated. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Uh, nine games. Yeah. To get you to semi-finals. That's well, like 100 grand a game. Yeah. You know, what's that? Uh, 100 grand and they play for four hours, five hours. Hmm. So 10, 50 hours of playing for 100 grand. That's just over a week of work. <laughs> week and a half of work. That's bloody amazing. That's uh, pretty good. No, yeah. that's for the whole thing. The whole thing, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's... 
I mean, there's all the training after the hours and yada, yeah, yada, exactly. yada. But anyway, Church, I've got more news. Oh, please. That's uh, very fun. Uh, not sure if you've seen this. I know this will get you fired up. They're wanting to bring in a wealth tax. Uh, the top 10 billionaires have doubled their money in the last two years. Oh. And Oxfam is calling for a wealth tax. Uh, you know what? Oxfam. Which is, which is, I read this article, which is hilarious because the billionaires don't all have. All donate to Voxfam. Yeah. And don't have income. No. They have shares. I don't. I, you know, I had a colleague. They, they own st- they own stock in companies. I had a co- I had a colleague was like, oh, like people are making more money, or uh, billionaires always, like she was complaining about Harvey Norman, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, Harvey Norman took all the money from the government, and then made a made more money in lockdown than they usually do, and I'm like, yeah, you, like every company that sold technology. Or resources or things or that people need at that home. people needed at home. Did that. Did well, because, yeah. Because, you know, and the government op- didn't offer the money. They gave these companies the money. Because they thought they're going to not do they're well. Not going to do well. Yeah. And they didn't say to pay it back. So he got a grant from the government, did well despite the grant, and kept all the money. And then, oh, but then he, he, got pay- he paid himself a bonus. Okay, yeah, because just like at the start of our professional development, you go, oh, you've got to hit like 80%. And he hit 160, uh, 160, he doubled it. Yeah. But he's like, well, yeah, you get your bonus because you did the... What you, you, you did the job, yeah. You know, we expected this, you got this, you get the bonus. That was the, the thing. It's the same as when people complain about billionaires selling shares. I was like, well... Well, most billionaires don't sell their shares. Well, if they do sell their shares, it's scheduled in advance because they'll yeah. go like talking to the board and go hey we're expecting this profitability at this time in a year or two and the thing goes well i'll sell some shares then hmm. and they might sell a handful and make a profit or like you know reinvest i know well like, most of them actually just borrow against their shares yeah well that's what they do but they borrow like they schedule it like yeah. every two years but they go they work with the finance people to go this is when we think we're going to hit peak all right well that's we'll schedule it in Hmm. And they might do, that's where they renew their contracts, mm-hmm. you know. So it's uh, people don't uh, know that that happens. They just think that oh, it's all inside a trade. No, a lot of it is like scheduled out and planned, and they've got like you know two billion, a million, two, three, a ten million dollars worth of finance people and lawyers working this out for them for so long. And I don't know what you know. I, I understand that people are upset that Harvey Norman got a contract with the government to sell those. Rat tests, mm-hmm. there's new, like, but I'm like, well, they they obviously were doing something. I mean, you know, what do you want them to do? They're in business. They're in it for the money. Yeah. You know, it, you can't give more money to the the guy that's flipping burgers. But, but I just I just find it hilarious that they actually think they have income. They don't have income. Yeah. They own shares that anyone else could buy. Yeah. It's a different setup. It's a yeah, different setup because. Yeah. Yes, they don't pay taxes, but they pay payroll tax. Yeah, and they hire a whole bunch of employees. And a whole bunch of employees. Or they pay taxes on, like, capital gains. Mm. You know, yes, they may not pay income tax, but it's all these other taxes that people pay that you don't because you don't have the resources to do. Mm-hmm. But if you did, you would be in this fucking same boat. Yeah, that's right. You know, first thing you do when you go to your tax man, 
your accountant is go, give me a tax refund. Well, if you if you really if you don't want to be a fucking hypocrite, don't take the refund and give it back to the government. Yeah, and we know the government's going to look after. Uh, you know, uh, they don't care. They don't care. Give to Oxfam people. Uh, yeah, exactly right. If you if you want to do well for the world, just give to a charity that you think the money's going to do the right thing with, and that's it. The environment one, helping people, helping pets, helping whatever you want. But you know what? I'm a charity too, and I don't. I invest in myself. <laughs> Very easy. Oh. Uh, I've got more news. Uh, well, you don't have a cat, but uh, no. <laughs> three cats have outmaneuvered their two humans to hold a blender hostage for weeks. Blender. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jessica and her wife Nikki. Uh, of really, course, <laughs> we're really looking. Yeah, of course, two women can't fight three cats. <laughs> Go for get the fuck out of here! Looking forward to, outside. <laughs> they're looking forward to using their new Vitamix blender to whip up smoothies and soups. Um, they bought their their blender on the Black Friday sales. There's just one problem: they can't actually unpack it. It arrived in the mail on December 16, and they brought it inside and set the box down on the kitchen floor for just a quick second. And that was a month ago. The cardboard box has become the site of a weeks-long turf war between the couple and their three cats in a saga that has been... Uh, well, they've now got bloody Facebook and social media. Yeah. Um, so the, the three cats are taking turns on sitting on the box. How? <laughs> how do you... They're not letting the box go. How do you lose this battle? How the fuck do you lose this battle? I bought something. Oh, the cat is sitting on the box, so I can't move it. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> if Dweezil was doing that, I'd pick Dweezil yeah, up. Yeah, we're just like, get the fuck out of here. He's, he's taking stuff outside that he's not supposed to. I'll just rip it. That's mine. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Oh, well, speaking of that, hmm. um, Kieran, hmm. I want to congratulate you. No, thank you. We did it. What did we do? Um, we. We did it. As as a gender, yeah. as the male gender, we did it. What Not we... only are we the best at our at our own stuff. Uh-huh. Do we win an award? As a gender, yeah. we did it. We've taken over women's stuff, and now we're better than women at women's things. <laughs> yeah. So, I want to talk about today. Did the Women of the Year Award go to a... Uh, uh... I, I've got a lot of <laughs> examples here. It's okay. So, I, I look... One thing I do hate is trans people getting involved in things that specifically are gender orientated, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I think that certain things do need to be segregated. Yeah, you know, you know Italians over this side, exactly and, right? And and yeah, got yeah, it. Yeah, Greeks yeah. on one, yeah, <laughs> push them off. <laughs> you know. Uh, what do you call a thousand dead Greeks? Uh, Good start. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can do that with any race. It's just yeah. funny with the Greeks because they're, they're the worst ones. Oh, I, I, you know? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, that knee. Anyway. <laughs> but there's certain things that should be separated. And I think that trans people, especially male to female, mm. so female. Now what they would consider themselves female. Mm-hmm. I think they're having their cake and eating it too. Right. Like they 
getting all the benefits from being. I mean, isn't that the point of a cake though? To eat your cake. Yeah, but you, uh, the saying is that you can't have your cake and eat. You can't eat your cake and still have your cake. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, right, like right. once you eat it, it's gone. You can you can't have your like have a cake, have your cake. I'm I'm and eat it too. Thirty one years and old, just and realize, I've just realised <laughs> what that means. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It means like if you eat your cake, you still, you don't have it anymore. Yeah, I know, but I'm like that's the whole point of a cake. Why you want to eat the cake? Yeah, the but cake you, is can't, delicious. you still don't have it. You've eaten it. It's gone. <laughs> you know. So I've got a few examples here that I want to show you. And mm-hmm. you tell me, like... But you can't make another cake. Yeah, but you can't have that cake. Yeah. You can't eat it all and still have the cake. Well, unless you've got cake. two cakes. Yeah, but if you eat both cakes, then you have no cake. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can't have it and eat it. I understand. Yeah. Backup cakes. That's right. I've got you. Yeah. So I've got a whole bunch of articles that I want to go through here. Um. So... J- Jeopardy champion Amy Schneider sets record as top female earner. Mm-hmm. She's run 20 straight games, oh. won uh, 786... The game show Jeopardy. Game show Jeopardy, right? Um, beat every single woman. Uh-huh. Highest earner ever. How Friends, much has she earned? Uh, $768,600 okay. in 10, 20 episodes. Pretty good. Pretty well good. Trans woman. Really? Show me the photo. Enhance. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Enhance. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, uh, yeah. So, is this really like as? But Jeopardy, you don't do men versus women. I thought yeah, you, you do. Just, do you? It's, it's it's no. It's just whoever's on the show. Yeah, that's what I thought. Whoever's on the show. That's right. Yeah. So it's not men versus women. So but is this really? A woman, like, if you go, if you go, oh, a woman won it or what's actually a trans woman. Like, I don't think that it's the same. Well, they said trans, didn't they? No. Oh, they no. just said woman. Top female earner. Oh, top female earner. Right, yeah. right. So, and I think this is where I'm, I'm like, I'm uncomfortable with this. Mm-hmm. I don't care that she's trans. I'm just upset that they're not saying, because she's not a female. She's a trans female. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that distinction is very important. Well, you know, it's not okay, sport. Look, but you know what? No, no. Te- you know. Now, let's go, not go into sport. Let's talk <laughs> about IQ points. <laughs> well, as Borat says. As a, I'm pretty sure that on a holistic scale sort of thing, men have a larger spectrum of IQ points. But more of us, more men are in the higher echelons rather than what women are. Like the midpoint. Uh, they're both the same. Very similar? Very similar. They're both okay. the same. Okay. But I think just calling it a woman, like, you know, the, the, for me... I mean, this doesn't bother me as much because the IQ, the cognitive abilities are, are basically evenly distributed. Okay. Well, here's amongst, one... Amongst race, amongst gender, amongst, you know, well, here's all Here's one that. here. Um... This is this is Leah Thompson, Thomas. Mm-hmm. This is a trans. Oh, was that the swimmer? The swimmer. Yeah. Who, only, who demolished? Who like thrashed? Thrashed like yeah. five or six people lengths, like half a swimming pool. Yeah. Ahead. Then everyone everyone applauded the runner up. Yeah. As the winner. Yeah. Yeah. Because this guy, this woman, has only been trans for like a year. I don't even think 
she's done any hormone treatment or only just started it, destroying the competition. Now, like, uh, let me scroll down to a picture of, like, that's a, I mean, if you were to, if you were to say, oh, God damn, what is it? Now, if you, like, mm. that's just a guy in a girl's mm. trunk. Like, look, it's covering up here, but I'm sure you can find out. But even Michael Phelps, who pref- like, I would I would say is an authority on swimming. Yeah, yeah. Like I think most medals won ever. One of the most one of the most medals won in the swimming pool. Yeah, and even he's like, no, there's definitely a distinction between males and females. Well, there there is. Yeah, at a physical level, the physical level. So I don't think this is why females play male sport like until the age of ten or eleven, and then then they they, can't compete. And then they can't compete against one another because it gets too rough. And then, so I think that if you're transgender, I don't think you should be able to compete against women. What if it's an all abilities category? Then that's fine. Yeah. So, so Jeopardy one is fine. I just don't like her being called female. Mm-hmm. I think it should state that she's a trans female. Mm-hmm. It's different, you know? All right, here's another one. Dr. Rachel Levine is sworn in as the nation's first transgender four-star officer. Now, I actually found a lot of other articles that said that she was the first female four-star general. What's the... Oh, four-star general in the Defence Force. uh, Yeah, Yeah. four-star officer. uh, She's in the national... She's part of Biden's cabinet. Yeah. But this guy (laughs) has only been transgender for two years. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of why she was given the job. Ah. So, look. I'm not saying... But she's she, a doctor. She's not a... Fe- I'm not saying that <laughs> you know, she can't identify as a female. But I think the distinction should be that she's a trans female. She's... But to call this person the first female four-star general of the health stuff, I think is disingenuous. Well, to to females like yeah, who because it's almost like the first president of the United States being being trans and being called the first female. Yeah, like that's what I mean. Like it's sort of taking away when when we're trying to get this like equality, women. Um, yeah. Uh, um, you know, I think there has to be a distinction. Not that can, there's anything. There's can, nothing better because considering our past, women couldn't vote. And then you look exactly. at, and then women couldn't do all these jobs. And over time, it's gotten better and better yeah. and better and better and better. And and there's still things in our society. But where, can you imagine, like, can you imagine, like, oh, the first, oh, this is the first female president, but it's actually a trans. It's just a guy who's decided two years ago to be trans. Mm. Like, wouldn't you go, yeah? But no, no, no. Like, I wouldn't. Oh, uh, that's not. Is it really? Is it really the first woman, or is it just? The first trans. Person. I mean, I don't think I don't think she's trying to do the publicity. I think the the articles are just doing that. Yeah. All right. I got some more here. What yeah. do you think? So, so the the, the those uh, the academic one, this one here, like the the, the four star general, you're okay with the? Are you okay with her being called the first female? Oh no, I don't. I don't. I don't think she's calling herself that. I think no, the, she is. She is. She is. Oh. I'm the first female. That's what, like, the other articles. This is the one with the biggest picture, so. See, my my view is, just be like Princess Anne. Just get on with the job. Mm. Like, I, I, 
I w- but I, I think it's just disingenuous to women. Out of doing this. out of the royal the royal family, right? Oh. Sorry, I'm going on a tangent here. Yeah, yeah. But Princess Anne is though basically apart from the Queen, yeah, the only one who just gets on and yeah, does the job, the job and doesn't call attention to herself. Yeah. Oh, here's another one. And that's what I just think. I'm just like, just get on with your job. Transgender MJ Rodriguez best female field to win globe Golden Globe for best actress. So this male uh-huh. <laughs> transitioned. Yeah. Now calls herself a female. So you put in the female. How long category. do they need to be? I don't know. How long do they need to have uh, transitioned for? I don't. I don't know. And I think it's it's just. Being a four star general mm-hmm. and being a, a Jeopardy champion. None of those things, and even this actress thing. Okay, the uh, sorry, not this actress thing. The, the one we're talking about is non-gendered sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? People just calling attention to it. But for I think it's unfair to put her, this this transgender female, in the female global Golden Globes category. Because the reason why we have that distinction, it should be there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough it's a tough one. You know, Sp- uh, sports absolutely. I'm against it in sports. Well, uh, if you've seen the MMA the MMA star, the new one that's come out like a tr- that's this one here, uh, Alana McLaughlin. Yeah. And have you seen the before pictures of this guy? No. He was like a massive thing, and there's a lot of people who's uh, uh, saying, "Hey, she only transitioned so she could actually win in MMA because he was like a crap MMA guy." Yeah. And she, he transitioned. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of masculinity. Look, look at those hands, right? Like, those aren't women's hands. See, I'm... I'm look at that. That's not a women's hands. See, for the teenagers that transition, who do it, like, with puberty-blocking drugs, and then go through puberty, but transition... Well, definitely haven't got as much testosterone. Right. They're, 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 they're probably, in a way... I would say female, like male to female yeah. in the teenage years, stop the testosterone. Um, you know, you've, I've seen, you know, there's doctors out there that do this puberty blocking drugs, make sure that. So, uh, so I don't agree that a teenager should get them. No, no, no. But the doctors, they, they go, I want to transition. They put them on puberty blocking drugs. So I don't believe which, that should happen. Which just stops them from going through puberty. And then basically they can take them off them and then they just have, they go through puberty. Well, they, they some of the time, especially over a year that they don't, yeah, it, they could they could be in puberty. It's, it's, it's lim- it, it very much limits their ability they, to to recover from it. They could be on puberty blocking drugs for four or five years. They just have a delayed puberty. Yeah, but yeah, but let's say you're thirteen. Yeah, you do it for five years. You're eighteen. There's yeah. no way you can catch up. No, you're just delayed by five years. No, no, because by then most of the testosterone aspect of especially for blokes is sort of done. It's whatever you have right then. The only way you can really do it is to go on more testosterone. Yeah, I know the doctors sort that out. Yeah, uh, but look at those, you know. So this one here, like a lot of people, like no, you just transitioned to be an MMA fighter, and I think this is maybe we just need more more people transitioning so we can have the own the a category. I, and I, I think that's the thing in sports. I think that they need to be in their own category. Category, yeah. You know, maybe part of the Special Olympics. Of course not, of course not. Jeez. 
Because there's no trans... Can you imagine? I'm a transgender disabled person. Put me in the Olympics. That was like that ha- uh, the male to female transitioned handball guy. Or well, ex-AFL guy played handball. And he's like six foot two. Uh, or she's six foot two. And she's playing handball against like... I think it's just... Blocks. I think it just... Have, they should just have another category. I think... Simple. You know, I think that's the only... I just... I think that... Or it's under all abilities. Yeah. Okay, here's one for you. Would you put... You know in the in the tennis, right? They put like a male and female thing together. Yeah. Would you put a, a double male... Team. A double thing. Would you put a male and female on one team and a male and a trans female on the other team? Would you think that's even? Yeah, I'd do that. You would do that? I would do that. So I would think instantly, like, no, that's retarded. <laughs> that's just two guys against a guy and a girl. I would be... No, because, I don't know, because it's doubles or whatever. Fine, you, you pick your partner. Yeah, I know, but, like, you imagine, like, you rock out, go, hey, yes, my partner, uh, this is... The I just because then you rock out, it's just two blokes. Because if it's the male and the female actually beat the other team, I'd be like, yeah, well done. Yeah, that's it's it. good. Yeah. You know, that's fine, but... You would definitely be at a disadvantage. Look, social social comp. I couldn't care if it's like if it's like the Australian Open, yeah, where you got serious prize yeah, money. Yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, it's it's good you luck know, to the sports we're, figuring this out. Yeah, oh, uh, I think that's the big the big thing I don't like about it is every they've it's it's society's just gone. You have to automatically accept it. I don't think society's done that. I think, I think it has. I, I think, think I think parts of society have said that. I think there's I don't a big, think society in no, general. I, th- I think there's a big push for it across the board. And I think that it's hard to accept in sport. And I think it's still hard for me to accept allowing them to automatically be called women when they're... Like even the one for Jeopardy, right? Yeah. The fact that they're just calling her female instead of trans female, I think that's a real negative. That's actually a pushback a hundred years for women. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, we really need to get a, get, a, get, get, a, get Jess on here and get a woman's perspective. Oh, and I've talked, you know <laughs> what? I've talked to her so many times about these things and she's like, yeah, it's, it's not the same. Uh. It's the same as like the art, you know, I don't feel comfortable with a, a, a trans woman in the bathroom. Yeah. It's the same thing. Like you everyone thinks it's about equality and this and that, but I think this whole stuff is just giving men more rights. That's uh, all it is. Well, you know, now I as a I can pretend to be trans and walk into the female bathroom and piss away. <laughs> and no one's allowed to call me out on that. Because if they said- do, I could sue them. Have you seen the video in America of like this mother coming out of the bathroom with a child and she's a, there's a man in the bathroom with a big dick. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, and that's the thing. I think we're at that stage of society. You know, people go, yeah, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. But I, I think it does. I think it happens more than what people are saying. And I think if you ask female friends, mm-hmm. if this happens, I guarantee, especially that go out or do I think that they would probably see it, and I think a lot of women would be pretty upset to say. Actually, the one that I find really shocking: unisex bathrooms. Yeah. That aren't a single cubicle, like a single, you know, you know, when you go to the male bathroom, there you got the urinals, and then you got all the cubicles. Yeah. 
I'm not. To, I'm not talking about the unisex where it's just a toilet and a door and that's it. You're yeah. not going into multiple toilets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, just. But the unisex bathrooms, like RMIT, has got a unisex bathroom, and there's like ten toilets in there. Right. So he walks in just like a hallway of toilets. Hallway of toilets. Yeah. Like it's just it's weird being yeah. in there, and there being males and females, and it's sort of like, but. Yeah. It's it's uncomfortable for men because I think women look at us a certain way. I was like, this is, and I can't imagine the women being very comfortable having just men there. And then on the additional thing of having trans people there, I was like, just 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 design it in a way that it's not like that. Yeah, well, we do male and female, and it's based on basically your look. You know, if if I'm a trans person, I've still got a penis. Would you still go use the urinal? I don't know. I'd love to have a chat to someone who's trans and how'd they go. Well, if you're cha- trans, uh, let's come speak to us at the We Only Do One Take I podcast. Just, I just, I'm just uncomfortable with the giving them... Not the going to lie, I mainly use the disability toilet all the time. <laughs> like, you know. It's only because you're disabled in the brain, mate. That's a different story. But I think I'm just uncomfortable with giving them, like, you know, this is the first woman that did this. This is the high, This is the champion... And it's, it's a trans person. So it should just really be the first trans person to do this. I think That's so. That's a pretty big achievement, being the first trans person. Yeah, it's fine. I, but wouldn't you rather be that than the first female? Mm. Like, which is sort of a little bit disingenuous? See, my my problem with all of this is that we know biological male to be male and biological female to be female. And that's generally what we sort of mean. When yeah. we refer to males and females. Yeah, yeah. So I, I I am more comfortable in using the word trans. Me too, because I, as a clarification. And and I also say that coming from a health health background well, profession, you, you need to know that. Like, you need yeah. to know. Look, there's certain things that it doesn't affect at all. Mm. You know, uh, what your income is doesn't affect. You know, what job you do probably doesn't affect. How well you play an instrument doesn't affect. Yeah. Amount of tax you pay. It doesn't affect, right? But on a physical level, it's probably going to affect you and the people around you. And I think that's the selfish part that I don't think they're understanding. Mm. It's like people are working in their own body in the way that they were born. And now you've come in with other advantages and you're trying to suppress them via drugs it's and you're very... still beating them. And it's... I think that's the... Un- I'm like, I don't feel comfortable with that because like, if you win, there's a lot of people that... Well, like I said, that, that swimming video, yeah. that girl that came second, everyone applauded. Yeah. Because I was just like, no, she actually won that. Yeah. 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 And I think... You know, that's the important thing. It's a tough conversation to have and I'm trying to make some fun with it, right? Yeah. But it's... We should get a trans person on this podcast. I'm always up to listening to, to people. You know, look, if we had a diaper guy on and we liked them, yeah. uh, how, you know, that was a long time ago now. The diaper guy. That was great. Oh, But the important thing is, mm-hmm. and I found an article. Do you remember ages ago, I said, I made a joke. I'm pretty sure I said it to you. Church, <laughs> people come up to me like, they say, I listen, you know, listen to podcasts and you said this, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, did I? I'm like, I, I've, got, I've got no memory. I'm, I'm pretty sure I either said this to you or I said this to Jess. And I said, 
I I'm said, gonna... I said. <laughs> yeah, I know. I said, I said. I'm pretty sure I went to Jess and I, said. I was like, <laughs> probably super cutting. I'm going to put together a piece that feminism was a cons- is a conspiracy by the government to force women to pay tax. Oh. Right? Yeah. And Jess goes, that's pretty, th- there's something there. You've got to work on it. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, that's my idea. Uh-huh. Right? I'm scrolling through the internet. And look at this. Look at this article that I found. Uh, this one here. Was Why? feminism a psyop to get women to pay more taxes to the government? <laughs> and I'm like, are people just reading my brain and just wow. making up? This, uh, I said this to Jess a, like last year before we went to Phillip Island did our special. I was actually going to bring that to the Phillip Island special and go, this is it. This is the big story for the year. La, 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 bang. No, so they wrote this on uh, Jan 7th. So like, you know, a week or two ago now. So this is the, look, it's, it's pretty long, it's pretty interesting, but this is the closing thoughts. British author J, uh, G, uh, G.K. Chesterton, excuse me, British author G.K. Chesterton once said, feminism is a muddled idea that women are free when they serve their employers, but slaves when they help their husbands. For more than a century, women have been sold the idea that getting into the workforce and paying an income tax would lead their path to liberation, independence, and freedom. So perhaps you should ask yourself, who has benefited more from this fundamental restructuring of society? So this woman's a feminist. You can read through the whole article. It's very interesting. But I think she has come to the idea that actually... She just doesn't want to pay tax. Neither does anybody. <laughs> but she, I think at the end, she's realized that actually the only thing that's really benefited from women going into the workforce is the government getting bigger. Interesting. And I was going to bring it in as like this fun conspiracy theory thing. But there's so many like typing like feminism, conspiracy theory, government. So many more articles have come up recently about it potentially like actually what well, it's just a way of the government getting more taxes mm. I think and it hasn't to- led to any additional happiness to the female population like you can compare happiness statistics over time and fulfillment and all that this is interesting this is interesting look i like the scam of trying to get out of paying tax Me I, like, too. I like the argument i i yeah. i'm enjoying that argument to not pay tax uh-huh. well done well, I don't know. Sometimes, look, maybe you we'll get. You, you we'll know get, when you read Babylon B or you read The Onion, and you you're know, like, "Ah, it's a good joke." Or, or Batuta Advocate, and yeah. then like two weeks later, it happens. Yeah, that's how I feel right now. I'm like, "Ah, predictor of the future, Nostradamus." Dun, 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 you know. Look, if anything, I've learned in this podcast, men are the champion because because <laughs> we can be, you know, we can we, be men and women, women and women aren't going to pay tax, so we're the losers. You know what? <laughs> I, you know what? I want. The only way I'm going to be happy if a trans person, trans women... Don't pay tax? No, no. (laughs) The only way trans women should be allowed to compete in Uh female events, if a female transitions to a male and wins a male event. That has to happen first. Okay. Because that needs to happen first. I think that's the only fair way. Yeah. 
Because we definitely know that the female... Tra- and then the female transitions to male and pays more tax. Yes. Got it. We know that. They get paid more, but they pay more tax. <laughs> it all balances out. Oh, that's enough for me, Kieran. That's enough for me. Uh, for ladies and gentlemen, for your wanking needs, make sure you follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you'd like to send us some hate mail or death threat or a rant, record it on your phone, email us. We only do one take podcast at gmail.com. Kieran, so good. Another fun year of excitement to try and beat our numbers. I think we're going to do more conspiracy theories. I think so. Conspiracy theories seem to be the um, the winner. The way to, to go. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next Thursday. <laughs> soundcloud yeah about the fall of the cabal and this person doesn't like us oh they think that we're stupid because we don't believe in it and i'm like well we just, de- just debunked it very easily <laughs> <laughs> like we were just sitting there i don't and care did, did you hear me on amr ah uh, no because oh, you were like i was crook <laughs> see covid's not real Come on, man. Motherfuckers, guys. Come on. Give me the five-star rating, baby. Give me the five-star. That's all I want, baby. That's all I want. I'll fuck all the beautiful girls in the goddamn world. They'll fuck a ten-star. I just want five. Five, baby. Just five.